A snowy holiday afternoon in the cabin of Crapper Creek. Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's finally covered up the blue tarps over everybody's outhouses with the snow, which is nice. Welcome to another week of the podcast. This week, another episode of Fuck My Life. Maria tells us how to get more sex. Our office worker survey. We'll tell you why cussing is good for you. Rock legend Carmine Apiece talks hobbies of rock stars. All this week from the cabin. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. All right. Uh, do you cuss like a drunken sailor or like uh, my wife, lovely Maria, does here on the radio? Well, uh, apparently it can be extremely helpful in modern life. A new study on swearing found it's extremely helpful in lots of different ways. For example, researchers found that the most common reason we swear uh, is really a release of anger or frustration. Right. Coping with feelings, anger, stressful road situations. But dropping F-bombs is useful in other ways as well. It helps us express joy. You know, like uh, if you hit the power ball and everybody in your neighborhood hears you yell, yeah, right. It helps us deal with pain. I mean, you stub a toe. Oh, that hurts. Are you me? It helps us connect with others. Jerry. You fucking bastard. Boy, it's been a long time, you son of a bitch. It can make you more convincing. They looked at previous studies and found people who swear like text messages are actually seen as more persuasive and more believable. They also found swearing isn't considered as vulgar as it once was. And it used to be as as seen as a sign that you were uneducated or had poor vocabulary, but it's not true anymore. So in comedy, it's used all the time, right? I use it all the time. Have you ever seen Jerry's set? It's hardly PG. Plus, you got to be careful, though, they say, of who you swear around and what you say. For instance, on this show, I can't say the word pussy. Certainly wouldn't use the word or shit. But I can say crap for whatever. Hell is okay. Damn is okay. There are certain ones I can say. Fuck. That's off the table, right? Or I could go all Yosemite Sam. Flatters Clinton as a trapper all There's nothing wrong with that, right? I don't think. I don't know, are the sensors on this now? Can you pick up anything there? No, I think we're good. You're in a parade in front of me. Oh, 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 It's Celebrity Day today. We've got Amy Chazé. Hi, Aves. Good morning. Well, okay, it's good to have you on the line on the uh, Good Sense Studio hotline here from uh, the cabin to the studios. So uh, it's time for the Idiot of the Day, and we'll have uh, lovely Amy Chazé helping us out today. Do you got a second? Can you play along? I do. I'm not featured in it today, am I? No, no, no. God, no, no, no. You are just fine. You are just fine. (laughs) Of course, we do have this to do first, so. It's time for the Crapper Idiot of the Day. Okay. That's out of the way. Here we go. We've got uh, two of them here, and you just have to uh, pick which one you think is worthy of the title. You got it. Of Idiot of the Day. We start here. We go to a local tattoo artist, apparently, or wannabe tattoo artist. He was arrested. Gentleman. South Carolina man. Brandon Presha has pleaded guilty. Uh, Illegal tattooing. Uh, of a minor, uh, yeah, uh, it was just a little kid. 
Oh! And he did it in a McDonald's. <sighs> so the kid got a tattoo and a Happy Meal? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the tattoo was the toy in the Happy Meal. <laughs> oh, you get a tattoo. Look at this. I'd love to know what the kid chose. Yeah, I want um, the hamburger. Yeah, now a judge suspended a nine-month jail term in favor of an 18-month of probation supervision because he uh, was already on probation for assault and battery. But now it's illegal tattooing of a minor in a McDonald's. So, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's one. Here's your next one. Here's your next choice. Uh, this one is... Uh, I, if somebody stole packages from your porch, the least likely suspect would probably be the delivery driver. But even that is possible. Female Amazon delivery driver delivered packages to a home in New York City back on October 29th while she was there. She stole several packages that had been delivered previously by somebody else. Uh, she might have gotten away with it, but she was caught red-handed on the family's doorbell surveillance camera, which everybody has now. I'd, you'd think of if anybody would know that, it would be an Amazon. Because what do they do? They go up and they ring the doorbell, and nine out of ten times, a voice goes, yes, thank you very much, leave it right there. Yeah, this wasn't her first day on the job. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like it. Um, she might have gotten away with it, but she was caught red-handed by the doorbell cam. She opened the packages in her truck and saw there were dresses for a wedding. So she drove, her, uh, drove down to the shop they were purchased from and returned them. And was given a digital gift card. The homeowner says oh. even though they didn't have the dresses, the wedding went off without a hitch. They identified the driver and fired her. The rep says the worker working with police uh, in the investigation. So, who is our idiot of the day today? It's Is it the Amazon driver who stole the packages knowing they were on a camera, do you think? <laughs> or is it the guy tattooing children at the McDonald's? Okay, uh, I'm going to go with the Amazon driver because you should have known there were cameras on the door. At least... At least the, the tattoo artist is trying to make Just a living. practicing his trade. <laughs> practicing his craft. Nothing more. There you go. That's Amy Chazé. Thanks for helping us out, Ames. 95.9. It's everything that rocks. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Uh, before we roll out here, don't forget Amy Chazé coming in top of the hour. And she likes to join us about this time of the morning as we wrap up the program to find out exactly what we may have missed out on. Good or bad, and that's why we she joins us on the Good Sense Hotline from the Good Sense Studios of X Rock Radio in Fairbanks, out to the cabin. Good morning, Amy. How are you? Hey, good, good. What uh, What do we got? What did we maybe miss out on uh, today? Ooh, I, I can't get to all the hear, stories. There's always too many. Did you hear about that astronomer who? Um, she's been reinstated on Twitter because she was banned because her meteor video was somehow mistaken for porn. Let me guess the shape of the meteor. <laughs> Is that a meteor in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Well, it's got a long tail and a couple of trailing so comets hanging, hanging low. Speaking of Twitter, uh, Elon Musk, he's a hustling. Tesla is now selling shot glasses for 75 bucks. I heard he gave each a Twitter employee on their way out one. You know, yeah, just... a little something. Here we go. A little <laughs> a version of the home game. Uh, you remember that trend of quiet quitting? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you can forget about it. It's over. Oh, really? The quiet quitting where you where you just kind of give up and you're at, you're at work and you just don't care anymore? It's what o- do you mean that's over? It's over. Pe- people now care everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all care Wow. <laughs> Apparently the radio station never got that memo. <laughs> we don't give uh, a damn. <laughs> uh, if you're a Dorito fan, they got a new flavor dip that's coming to stores. 
Or you could just buy Doritos, couldn't you? <laughs> Hope it's not pumpkin spice Dorito flavored. Stop it. Mm. Just don't, don't. Just stop it. Uh, you can buy a Cheetos duster on Amazon. Like it, a duster, like dusting the house? Yeah, you dust your house with Cheetos. No, it's a pepper <laughs> so, grinder and oh. you create Cheeto dust. Oh, really? I, yeah, that, that was never a thing. Or with- you could just eat Cheetos. Why don't they just stop this? <laughs> um, let's see. You got a pack of 10 poodles that attacked a woman and her dog at a beach. Pack and then, of poodles? Yeah, but then uh, that wasn't the worst part. I had a friend that was attacked by a pack of chihuahuas at the Fairbanks Golf Course. Oh, my God. A pack of chihuahuas? Who carries around a pack of chihuahuas Some lady in lives in a cabin next to the golf course. <laughs> they all jumped on him out on the course, and he started swinging his club, and he couldn't hit him, and he fell down, and they pounced. Oh, my gosh. There was like four of them, and the lady came running out, my babies, my babies, don't hit my babies. <laughs> Yeah, he was attacked by a pack of chihuahuas on the golf course. A pack of chihuahuas. Uh, but is your story that good? Uh, well, it, it is because this pack of 10 poodles. After poodles. They, <laughs> That's good, too. <laughs> they attacked the woman, but then the owner of the poodles ran and bit the woman. Wow, so, so is the woman. So all, out of all the, Well, we know where the poodles are getting it from. <laughs> uh, last story. There's a police uh, police in Vermont. They were They were looking for this man who was photographed, uh, spotted in a mall parking lot. He was carrying around two swords and a BB gun. So people were like, all sus, who's this dude? Who doesn't do that? Uh, the, they put his picture out on social media, and the guy called the police to say, yo, I bought the swords and the gun at the mall. What's your problem? How am I supposed to get him home? The cops looked into it. Guy was totally telling the truth. All right, so no trouble <laughs> there. Everybody's a little on edge. I get it. I get it. Okay, there we go. That's Amy Chazé. She's coming at you top of the hour. Thanks, Ames. Yep. Uh, time for an educational segment of the show. It's time to talk science with some nerd news. Okay, and with that, here's the latest in science and nerd news. Fitbits for cows. Yeah, it's a thing. They now exist. The researchers in China came up with these. Yeah, it's a Fitbit, and it'll help track their vitals, things like how long they spend standing versus sitting, I guess, I don't know. So Fitbit's for cows. But, you know, the cow will use it for a week, and then it'll be in that junk drawer in the kitchen. In video game news, guess what turned 50 this week? Pong. Yep, I had it. Atari released it November 29th, 1972. The first game to really blow up and uh, get popular and to cause kids to sit in their basement on a nice sunny day watching two blips and a dot. In music news, study found that bats, bats and death metal singers both vocalize in similar ways. (laughs) I think that's apropos that it's the bat, right? It wasn't like a yellow warbler or... No type of penguin. No, it had to be a bat. That's rock and roll. In space news, the Artemis One mission set a new record. Farthest distance traveled by a spacecraft meant for humans. No one's in it yet, but it made it over uh, 268,000 miles from Earth, and it took a selfie. Of course it did. I wonder if it did the duck face... Uh, they beat the old record that was set by Apollo 13 astronauts when they had to remember slingshot around the moon to get home. That was pretty fantastic. In Earth news, the world's largest active volcano, as you know, has been erupting in Hawaii. It's the first time in 38 years. 
And here's one. There's a meteorite they found buried in Somalia that had two new types of minerals never found before. They named them Elalite and Elkinstonetonite. Ah, uh, that'll be on a test. All right, let's hit you with some Elon Musk news. Of course, he managed to finally make nice with Apple CEO Tim Cook after there was rumors they might remove Twitter from the App Store. Uh, A few of Elon's other companies made headlines as well. Tesla delivered its first semi-truck to Pepsi. Tesla semi-truck. SpaceX was set to launch a small lunar lander to the moon. And his company, Neuralink, is still trying to use computer chip implants to merge our brains with machines. Because what could go wrong there? Someday it might help do math. It might help you do, do, to, uh, do math or make you really good at chess. But they also help, think it could eventually help pe- uh, blind people see and paralyze people to walk again. So some serious applications there. In fact, uh, Elon did a big presentation this week and said the first human trials could happen in six months. Eventually said he plans to get an implant as well. Maybe one that'll make him stop having children. And by the way, when we're talking implants, ladies, no, not not, not those implants. Just stop it, would you? That's your nerd news. I know we've all had some bad stuff happen, but then you have the good stuff. And sometimes to make ourselves feel better, we have to do it at others' expense, which is why we bring up a segment we like to call Fuck My Life. (laughs) Yes, this is where you guys have sent us in uh, just some of these horrible things that happen to us on a daily basis. We just soon forget. And I know it makes it seem like your life is miserable, but it's not. It's okay. Let's start reading some of these, okay? Today, I woke up to a man stroking my leg while smelling my hair. <laughs> I asked my roommate, um, who was this? She says, oh, that's just my brother. He needs a place to stay. He'll be living with us until June. Didn't I tell you about that? Ah, uh, no, you didn't. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today, I caught my mother-in-law trying to plant a GPS tracker onto my car. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today I was at a meeting at work and in the middle of the CEO's speech, I farted. Everybody heard it, including my boss, who stopped the conversation, looked over and said, anything else you wanted to add? Fuck my life. <laughs> Today while at the store with my mom and baby brother, a guy started to talk to me. And just as he went to give me his number, my mom handed me my brother and said, Here's your son, your AA meetings in an hour. Let's go. <laughs> Moms are devious. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today, my five-year-old daughter saw me getting ready to sit down in a folded camping chair and told me with a big smile on her face, Daddy, you're too fat to sit in that chair. You'll break it with your big butt. I did. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today, my boyfriend, who is a great cook, decided to try his hand at baking. The cookies he made looked worse and uh, looked weird, but tasted good. I jokingly said they taste great, but they look awful. He responded by saying, "Yeah, I could say the same thing about you." Wait, what? Fuck my life. <laughs> Today, I met my biological parents for the first time. Twenty years or twenty-nine years into my life. They turned out to be two of the most pathetic people I have ever met. 
And the meeting ended after they asked me to lend them money because I literally owed them my life. Are you kidding me? Fuck my life. <laughs> Finally, today my husband dropped me off at work. Ten minutes later, I got a text saying, I just dropped the bitch off. I'll be there in a few minutes, baby. Miss you. I asked him about it. and He said, I don't know what you're talking about, Megan. My name isn't Megan. Not even close. Fuck my life. <laughs> well, there you go. I hope you feel a little bit better. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, I think I've talked, uh, I've mentioned it enough. Uh, when it comes to cooking and chores and all that, um, lovely Marie and I, we split it down the middle 50-50. There's some weeks I do most of the cooking, and there's some weeks she does most of the cooking. Sometimes she does more of the laundry, other times I do more of the laundry. Yeah, we don't, we don't keep track of that shit. It, that's just a courtesy from one to the other. Right. That's the, that's the part of being a couple and being married. And that's if right. Everyone's not pitching in their two cents, and I can see why people would have problems. Teamwork. It's all about teamwork. There you go. Well, here's one for those of you guys in particular that may not think, ah, I don't need to do all that housework. Well, if you just did a load of laundry once in a while, maybe you'd be able to get it on more often. A new <laughs> get laid. <laughs> yeah. A new study. This is something we've known for a long time. A new study. Man, listen up. Uh, and uh, Maria's here to back me up on it's this. A University new study. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, U- University of Alberta in Canada found that when couples split chores, they had not only more sex, but the sex was better. Oh, sure. I, that's almost kind of common knowledge, isn't it? I mean, well, you, that well, that's why I said <laughs> a survey. We had to do a survey for this, but but just so you know, I just think that's just silly. That and I do. I mean, the old school age of where you know the woman stays home and does the cooking and cleaning. Uh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. If you uh, if I was able to stay home and do all the cooking and cleaning for you, I would happily do that. I would rather not work. But the real world is what it is, and we've got to pay our damn bills. So, you know, if we could go back to the days when the women stayed home, you know, I shit, I go to the gym every day, I walk the dog twice a day. Oh, yeah. Well, sure you would. Oh, no, actually, oh, shut up. I know what you meant by that. I know, but... um, Don't get smart. I, I think or this, stupid, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. So, so what they're saying then is right that uh, guys, uh, if you want more sex and better sex, help out around the house, which seems kind of time now for another installment of <laughs> no shit <laughs> news. So what they're saying is, uh, they say that when both parents chip up, uh, partners chip in, it makes both people more respected. Yeah, and then it says, yeah, the guy chips in, couples have more sex. They said they found that, the, uh, you know, she's not as tired. She doesn't have to do as much. There's not as much bitterness. Oh, no, when you cook dinner, you <laughs> when you cook dinner for me, dude, the game is over. <laughs> I am so cooking dinner tonight. <laughs> I'm so cooking dinner tonight. Stay tuned for more news that makes you say, no, shh. I'm talking five course, baby. (laughs) So I was reading a new thing on, uh, you know how BuzzFeed always does these polls? Well, they did when they're asking people about, you know, who work in offices, their preferences. And based on the results, the average working stiff is anything but an average worker. Now, a couple things made sense. 
Obviously, everybody wants to go to the four-day work week. We're going, yeah, that would work fine. And uh, they they did like 15,000 people in this survey. And 70% said they would much rather go to four 10-hour days than five eight-hour days. Now, some countries are going, you know what? We don't need eight hours a day. What if we just cut down to six hours every day rather than eight? So what would you rather prefer? Six-hour workdays, five days a week, or 10-hour workdays, four days a week? Or do like we do in radio, and we do about five and a half hours work five days a week. Unless it's nice out, then it's lower than that. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's a big change. Uh, a couple of the others, 59% would rather work from home than the office. Duh. Do you prefer having music on while you work or silent? 69% said music. It's about, yeah. That's why we rule right there. You guys have us listen. You're listening to us on your computer right now on the live stream. Courtesy of Good Titrations. Eat lunch at your desk or with coworkers. 62% said, no, I'd rather work at the desk. And would you just rather uh, skip lunch and go home an hour early? Uh, almost, uh, yeah, 66% said, hell yeah. Do you like having good friends at work or would you rather keep business and pleasure separate? 69% said good friends. We're all pretty close here at the radio station, so I can see that. But we did our own work survey and we found out 87% of you leave printer jams for somebody else to fix. 62% of you mock all of the action figures in the IT guy's cubicle. 73% ignore the do not eat post-it on the burritos in the break room fridge. 56% of HR directors have an office photo of their cat. <laughs> no, that's low. I'm sure. We also found 92% of you only attend a co-worker's birthday party for the cake. 77% of you probably haven't paid for toilet paper, highlighters, or cake cups in years. Zero percent of you think probably wine coffee mug is clever. That's right. That's what we think of your coffee mug that says probably wine. <laughs> and 100% work late because, uh, well, they hate their families. So each his own. Surveys are surveys. That's what we came up with. But most of them do listen to the X-Rock Morning Show. All right, patted that one a little bit. Well, it's the holidays, and one thing we do a lot on the holidays is eat copious amounts of crappy food. But it does make for the perfect time for an old-school foodie roundup. Yeah! Oh, and we are loaded in the foodie roundup this week for the holidays. Here's one. You can now buy a five-foot inflatable holiday decoration of a box of Franzia wine. You could, but you won't. There's two options, Cabernet Sauvignon and Sunset Blush. It's big inflatable. One way to say, I love my mommy juice. Ooh, here's one. Hellman's wants you to make eggnog with mayonnaise. You can, but you won't. Mmm, drinking mayonnaise. Now, they claim that, yeah, you know, eggs, a third of the ingredient in mayo. And they claim it works even better than eggnog. They're selling a blended version called Frozen Mayo Nog. Well, that sounds fantastic. Okay. 
Oh, they do add brandy, uh, rum, brandy, and cognac. Okay, now you got me. Pepsi wants you to try pilk. Uh-huh, it's Pepsi and milk. You can, but you won't. They didn't come up with the name or the idea. Believe it or not, it was Laverne and Shirley in the 70s because it was Penny Marshall's favorite drink. Fans compare it to the taste of a Coke float when you pour soda over vanilla ice cream. Similar with the whole dirty soda trend where you mix cream and flavored syrups. Pilk. And as we mentioned on the show uh, earlier, uh, yeah, hot pocket cargo pants. They come with a heat-lined pocket to carry your hot pocket around because that's what you want to do with it. Probably healthier than eating it. At least you're getting some exercise. Yeah. Elsewhere, an easier way to lose weight this year, eating potatoes. Strange new study claims simply eating potatoes could help you lose weight. They do have vitamins and nutrients, but that's not the point. The point is they're very filling and low in calories. So eat lots of potatoes. There you go. During the study, they replaced portions of people's meals with potatoes, mashed wedges, potato salad, scallops. One researcher said people tend to eat the same weight of food regardless of calorie content. Does that include French fries? McDonald's, uh, they've got their McGold card where you can buy one and you can get uh, free uh, McDonald's food for life, which is, if all you're doing is eat McDonald's, that'll be about three months. KFC testing funnel cake fries. Chick-fil-A is now selling merch because who doesn't need Chick-fil-A merch? And peeps are uh, are bringing back some uh, fan-favorite holiday flavors, including marshmallow snowmen and candy cane chicks. But here's the thing. Is it really the most popular? We've got a list here of the most and least popular candies. According to different states, peppermint bark, top choice in eight states. That's down from 14 of last year. Mini Reese's peanut butter cups, which is kind of cheating. M&M's, number one in seven states. Starburst, number one in seven states. A tie between that five, Hershey Kisses and Chocolate Santas are number one. By the way, Chocolate Santa, number one in Alaska. But on the worst list, yeah, Holiday Peeps. So you might want to hold on to those. Non-peppermint candy canes, old-fashioned hard candy. Any Holiday Peeps. Yeah, ribbon candy is on. uh, Something called Christmas nougat candy. Reindeer corn, what the... Cherry cordials. It says lifesavers. That's not really. All right. But number one, uh, peppermint bark in many states. All right. And finally, uh, remember the scene in Elf where Will Ferrell has spaghetti for breakfast and covers it with uh, candy, maple syrup, and a bunch of stuff. Now you can enjoy it for yourself. Yes, it's a Buddy the Elf uh, meal kit. It includes everything you need. Pasta, marshmallows, various types of candy, maple syrup, chocolate syrup, chocolate cereal, and generic chocolate frosted Pop-Tarts. Mmm. You can mush them all together and enjoy a meal just like Buddy the Elf. Pizza hell out of my wife's stuffing. I think I know what we're having for Christmas dinner. <laughs> it's your fruity roundup. Yeah. So I wanted to do uh, Carmine of Pieces with us. I wanted to do one other bit here for with you real quick, Carmine. Uh, what, okay. I want to ask you this, and we're, we've talked about your, your spoken word show and te- your storytelling, uh, and uh, I can't wait to hear a couple of these stories I haven't heard. I'm going to request them eventually. But 
Uh, with okay. that said, what uh, what is your what is Carmine's hobby? Do you have a hobby nobody knows about? A collection? <laughs> do, you, do you collect well, stamps as as you uh, muddle? I know uh, getting getting uh, the flu uh, is is a hobby. Cars. I guess today cars. Yeah. So you're into cars. cars that have is always your... been my hobby. Yeah, I'm into cars. I've always had I've had a lot of cars in my life. All right, cool and, cars, what, and, and you have like Cantera, a Maserati now. I have, I have a Maserati and an F-Type Jag now. I oh. Have, I have had, that's my fourth Jaguar. I had XKE, I had a Mark 9, I had a uh, XKR, wow. I had a Corvette, I had Pantera. You know, I've had, uh, uh, what is that, an, an Austin Hoodie 104. Wow, so they, you've had real cars. See, I'm like, oh, I had a monster yeah. once. <laughs> I had an old 59 yeah, right. pickup. Uh, anyway, but you're Carmine P, so it's a little different. My first car, my first car when I was 17, I bought it myself. It was a 64 Chevy 327 four-speed. Ooh. Right? All right. When I was 17 years old. Uh-oh. And I built it up with cams. With oh, sure cam you did. Days. Sure. Oh, yeah. It was all fluffed up. Rear, <laughs> and I ruined, I, I ruined the warranty. <laughs> well, brand new car. But it was well worth it. Well, uh, and that segues yeah, into this. And this was, I found this list off Loudwire of uh, rock stars and uh, odd unknown hobbies. I, I was going to run okay. some of these by you, so uh, uh, I, I doubt you know any of these. You might know one of them. James Hetfield from Metallica. Do you know what his hobby is? No. Beekeeping. No, no kidding. Wow. Yeah, he wow. keeps bees. All right, uh, here's the wow. next one. Front man from Tool, Maynard James Keenan. His, famous, his hobby, weird hobby, you know what it is? Uh-uh. He's a winemaker. Nice. Yeah, he has a farming nice. background. He's a winemaker. Oh, here's wow, a good one. Cool. Dave Mustaine sold. Right. Yeah, he raises uh, and breeds horses. Wow, that's a good one. Oh, here's a good one. Rage Against the Machine guitarist uh, Tom Morello. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any idea? His is very weird. I have no idea. He's into the uh, uh, that uh, that board game Dungeons and Dragons. He goes online, he plays, oh he has good. all the cards, all the stuff. Yeah, wow. Uh, what about That's Roger? Weird. Here's one you may know, Roger Daltrey. I know him. I don't know what, he, what his hobby is, though. Fishing. He loves fish. He not only oh, likes to, no, here's, it gets weirder. He actually has a trout farm. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's English. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you make that sound like, well, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Um, yeah. Only an Englishman would do that. Uh, uh, here's one. Brand Daler. He's the drummer for the band Mastodon. And he's got a very weird okay. one as well. Um, he's into clowns, as in like dressing up and, and the whole oh, thing. No. The big shoes, the, the nose. Uh, yeah, the drum. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. The drummer oh, for Mastodon, of all things. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, That's front, crazy. Frontman Rivers Cuomo from Weezer. He's into knitting. Oh my, that is a weird one. <laughs> that is a weird one. You know? I mean, you could also say that you know, my my other hobby is real estate. You know? All right. Well, there you are. I've always I've always liked real estate and buying it, selling it. Well, yeah, you've got some you've got some good properties too. And then there's let's see, Flea, yeah. uh, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, way into chess. Uh-huh. 
He's a big chess uh, guy. He does that's all he does. He goes around and he plays in tournaments and he plays chess on the road. Uh, and finally I got one more for you and it's uh, Billy Wyman from the Rolling Stones. He might have the most mundane stereotypical one of all. <laughs> um okay. and that is a well put it this way, he's an older guy now. So what do you think something older guys would be into as a hobby? Uh, his is so glad. Metal detecting. Relaxing. Well, relaxing. No, he does metal detecting. Billy Wyman. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Stones. Wow. All right. So there you go. But uh, I think uh. real estate and cool cars kind of uh, one-ups one uh, Billy Wyman and his metal detecting. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's unbelievable. There wow. you go. All right. It's really amazing. Thought I'd have fun with those okay, car, dude. man. Have a good one. Next week, From I want one of those stories. rock station of the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. So uh, I know I mentioned it, but uh, apparently it was new National New Friends Day. And I don't know if you're supposed to make a new one or if you have an allotted number, do you have to get rid of one? I don't know how it works. But they were looking over the top traits you look for in a friend. And these are all very common. You know, trustworthy, loyal, can rely on them, kindness, friendly, caring, funny, helpful, good listener, approachable. Yeah, those, those are all good traits, I guess. You know, especially if it's a true friend. I mean, there's certain things you ask of a true friend that you wouldn't over just... I've got a lot of friends. But there's only a small number that I would act, actually ask, you know, like to hold my hair out of the way while I, I puke. That kind of friend, right? The one that's going to tell you something's hanging from your nose. That's a true friend. Because there's only, uh, you know, only certain questions a true friend is going to say yes to. Like, will, will you help me move? That's always a big one. Could you suck the venom out of this bite? <laughs> hey, would you distract the ugly one while I hit on a hot on the hot one? See, now that's what a friend will do. A good wingman will do that for you. Oh, here's not. Will you try my homemade beer? You only ask real friends about that one. And even then, the answer could 50-50 be no. Can I tell you about the role Jesus Christ plays in my life? All right. No, you don't ask a true friend. That's somebody you ask when you knock on their door on a Sunday morning, a total stranger. You don't ask your friends that. Oh, here's another good one you would only ask a true friend. Would you tell the police I was with you the whole night? Or uh, girlfriend, you could put girl, whatever, right? Would you help me pull my phone out of the porta potty? You only ask a real friend for that favor. Can I lick your Cinnabon carton? <laughs> would you tell me if this looks infected? And finally, want to have sex with my wife? You'd only say that to the best of friends. Or better yet, could I have sex with your wife? Well, that was fun. A little more holiday humor as we get into that part of the year. Next week, we'll do it again. We're going to ask, oh, if your sofa could talk. Things we like less and less as we get older. We'll talk about the perfect piece of candy. And what not to do at family get-togethers. Plus. A segment called It Happened During Sex.
all next week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, Google that. You'll find the Twitter page, the Crapper Creek General Store, where you can buy some swag for the holidays. And, of course, the YouTube channel, live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.